The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the Next Level Life podcast. This is Christine and I really appreciate you tuning in. Today, I want to talk to you about the mind and body connection and how we process our emotions. Throughout the process of writing my book on self-sabotage, as well as this new evolution of things I'm exploring in my business, I feel like I really want to speak a little bit more on this because I feel like recently a lot of clients I've been working with, we've been really tuning into and helping them get out of their heads and back into their bodies. And the reason for this is because what can happen is we create a disconnection between our body and our brain and our head. And that can cause us to try and process our emotions in our heads, which is not the place to actually process our emotions. Our emotions are felt in the body and they are processed through the body. And if we're feeling disconnected, so if we're all up in our heads all the time and we're trying to process our emotions in our, in a mental way, it's actually not going to serve us because the emotions will stay stagnant in the body until the brain calms down and actually allows us space to actually feel the emotions we're experiencing in our bodies. And the other reason why I want to talk about this as well is because of one of the processes that I've studied, which is called embraining, or another way to put it is MBIT is actually understanding that we now have multiple neural networks in our body. And I say now as in we're now aware of the fact that we actually have multiple neural networks in our body. So we have our brains, which is a neural network, and it communicates through thought, right? It communicates with us, with our brain, and it communicates with the rest of the body and activates certain chemical reactions, certain hormones, certain experiences in the body based on our thoughts, okay? So we have a thought, That generates an emotion in the body and that impacts how we feel, which then can translate into either doing something as in taking an action or not doing something by trying to protect ourselves or stay safe by freezing or hiding. So we understand that the brain in our heads is obviously impacting our amygdala, which is also in the head, which is our, our emotional brain. And that activates the fight or flight response, which then kicks off down the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve then obviously creates this chemical reaction in the body, which then impacts whether we should fight, freeze or run. And with that reaction, then we obviously have a lot of adrenaline that pumps through the body and that's got to be moved, right? That's our actual physical body needs to move in order to process some of the chemicals that are being pushed throughout our bodies. And what can happen is if we freeze or if we don't feel safe in order to process how we're feeling, or if we have a fight or flight response, but then we don't actually regulate our bodies back down into equilibrium, into coherence, then what can happen is our body will then run on fight or flight on a regular basis. And the cortisol is pumping through your body. So you're in a stress state, in a highly stressed state for a long period of time. So you're basically, your brain is like, we're still in danger. I need to be on the lookout. And living like that is exhausting, like literally exhausting. It puts a lot of stress on the body, which causes, which is why we have a lot of different diseases caused by stress in the body. So we want to be mindful 
mindful of our mind-body connection and start to explore this on a whole other level. So when it comes to the multiple neural networks in our body, we have our head, like I just explained. We also have our heart. So our heart is obviously pumping our blood throughout our body and it beats without us having to ask it to do so. And it has beautiful communication and the way that it communicates is through feel. So it's through emotions. And so in our hearts, this is where we feel super connected to other people or to ourselves or to nature or the universe. It's where we feel what is important to us. So we feel our values and it's where we process a lot of our emotions. Then we also have our gut brain. So our gut brain is in our intestines and deep down in our gut, it's where we have an, our, our identity. So who we believe we are. And in this identity, we also have our trust center and we also have our action center. So we, a lot of the time we'll take action from our gut. And if we're not conscious of this, sometimes what can happen is we cause our neural network, so our head, our heart, and our gut to be out of alignment. And so then the head tries to do the heart's job by processing the emotions, or it tries to do the action's job, the gut's job, by trying to think things through or overthink things and get out of control with the overthinking and overconsuming and procrastinating because it's trying to take action, but it's not its job. So it can get a little bit confused. Then we also have two other neural networks. So we have our autonomic nervous system, which is basically the whole computer, the whole programming of our whole entire body. It's basically what regulates our nervous system. And then we also have our sexual organs where we birth things, obviously. So it's important that we are conscious of these neural networks and these communicate with us if we're paying attention. So what can happen, like I said earlier, is that these can be out of alignment and, or we can feel so disconnected from our bodies that we're so up in our heads about everything that we're trying to actually, our body is trying to process these emotions, but it doesn't know how unless you give it attention or unless it feels safe in order to process them. Or if we don't know a healthy way to actually process them, we don't. And they get suppressed. They get pushed down into different parts of our body and they stay stagnant there until our body feels safe in us in order for us to process them. So this is why burnout can also happen because our body is so exhausted from holding on to all of these emotions that we're not processing them or our body's literally running on fight or flight all the time in that highly stressed state. And it gets exhausted by trying to process all that adrenaline and the cortisol and all of the things is out. Everything's out of whack basically. Right? So this is why it's so important to be conscious of our mind and body connection. So we can learn to actually utilize our body in a powerful way to support every direction we want to go in. So I think sometimes another way to describe it is almost like a full body. Yes. Or a full body. No. So if you're confused about something, it means that one part is actually not in alignment with where you want to go. So if you say how you have a goal and you know in your head how you're going to get to that goal and the, and the plan and the steps and the creative ways you're going to get there, but your heart's not really in it, then you most likely take mediocre action because your heart's kind of holding you back, right? Or other ways it can be that you're taking all the action but your head is kind of like getting really overwhelmed with all that action because it feels so confused because the, there's no plan, right? We're just taking all this action. So I think sometimes we feel so disconnected from our bodies if we don't take the time to actually quieten our minds and focus our attention on what's happening within the body. 
So we can be super disconnected from it right through to not even actually understanding or paying attention to any sensations that our body is sending us. Our body is always communicating with us in so many different ways. And half the time we don't listen. We literally just push it down, ignore it and just keep moving forward, keep trying to push through. So where is your body trying to communicate with you? Now, sometimes it'll continue to communicate in extreme ways if you haven't been listening to the smaller signs. So the smaller signs could be a nudge to rest. A smaller sign could be an upset stomach. A smaller sign could be your heart start to race, right? A smaller sign could be an internal nudge of knowing, you're like there's an intuition nudge of knowing, mm, don't work with that person or don't do this or don't respond to that thing. Like there's something like internally telling you don't do this. And yet we go against it and we do the thing that our body's trying to tell us not to do because we've lost connection to it. So I think the first place to start when it th- when I think about if you're listening to this and going, oh, I feel like I'm completely disconnected with my body is to actually just start paying attention to the sensations that are happening within your body. Doing a simple body scan, which is a meditation that you can find pretty much anywhere. There are so many meditation practices that are based on a body scan method where you quieten your mind and you pay attention to the sensations, the temperature, the texture the feelings, the emotions that are happening within your body as you scan from head to toe. So I think that that's a beautiful place to start. And then actually starting to really pay attention day in, day out, what you're actually feeling and the emotions that you're processing and taking time to actually process these emotions. Now, I'm actually starting to explore different body movement practices in order to do this. So I've been exploring Kaba movement, and I'm also been exploring different forms of dance and understanding how trauma is trapped in our body and how we can access that and process that emotion that was not processed at the time because it wasn't safe and accessing those emotions so we can finally allow them to be processed and shifted. And it's been super, super interesting and so honestly, like just mind boggling of how much emotion we store in our bodies and how much our body is trying to communicate with us. Then when we don't pay attention, it just continues to happen and happen and happen until it's like that truck, right? Like you, a little mini sign, and then you get a medium sized sign, and then you get that Mack truck that literally knocks you down if you're not listening. And I often have clients come to me when they've gotten to that point where they've got so much stored emotion that we actually spend the first few sessions actually just shifting and clearing out some of the stagnant compounded emotions over their whole lifetime before we can get to the point where actually learning how to process our emotions in a really healthy way. Now, to do this, we need to get our body involved. It's not something that you can do just in your head. And I think that sometimes, you know, journaling can help by helping us access the emotion and taking the time to actually feel it is the most important part. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you have an emotion that comes up that you feel like it's almost staying with you. Now I had this a few weeks ago where I woke up feeling really frustrated and kind of irritable. And I was just like, what is going on? Why do I feel irritable? And I, you know, had breakfast and I meditated and nothing really came through. So I was like, okay, I'll just get on with my day, started getting into my day and it hit me again. And I am even more frustrated. I was like, okay, I need to do something about this before my next client session. I don't want to take any of this emotion emotion into the next session. So what I did is I took myself to my 
my couch and I grabbed a journal and I wrote out what I was feeling. And so this is just allowing the emotion to move through you, through your hand, onto the paper. Pen and paper is always best where you just literally start with, I feel. And I was just like, I feel irritated because, and started just to express exactly what I had to say, exactly what was coming through me at the time. And then what I do is I pinpoint where in my body I feel that emotion. And so I was feeling the emotion in my stomach. And when I started to access and express that emotion, because you've got to give space to it, right? Like if your emotion doesn't feel safe for it to be expressed, then it just gets shifted to the side and we focus our attention on other things. And so the emotion just stays there. So by bringing attention to it of like where in your body it's sitting and breathing into it and giving it space for it to be expressed, where we just like almost give it space, like just you feel into your body and just feel like you can give it space to be felt and just sit with it and be present with it. Often what happens is we don't ever sit with our emotions. We just, they're so uncomfortable that we just try and um, numb them or avoid them or push them down. And so just actually sitting with the emotion and allowing the emotion to be felt, what can often happen is that it needs to be expressed in some way. So what I always say to my clients is that when we're doing this process is we give it space to be felt and then offer an opportunity for the emotion to be expressed through words. So we would say, I would say to my client, okay, so if this emotion was to say something, what would it say? And when we really sit and listen, the emotion always has something to say. So it could be, I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed with myself for doing this or for not doing that. Right. And then when we bring love and acceptance, that it's okay for it to be felt, that it's okay that you get to be frustrated. Right. That it's indicating something to you that you wanted to do something different. And that's okay. We can't change the past. But what we can do is actually allow the emotion to move through you because it came up at the time when you were experiencing this, right? But we didn't let, allow it to move through you. So once we have that connection with our bodies, we can actually allow the emotion to move through us at the time when we develop a healthy strategy of actually processing the emotion at the time. So we sit down, we journal on it, we express it, we breathe into the space of where it's currently sitting. We allow it to have a voice for it to share whatever it needs to share. And then we bring love and acceptance to it. And then often what can happen is, so when I mean love and acceptance is that we will say something to yourself of what you need to hear. So it could be, it's okay. It's okay to feel frustrated. I know you wanted to do something different and we can't change the past, but now we can do something a little bit different next time. So what else are you feeling? And so what can happen is often the emotion will move. And so it'll shift and it might shift and change and morph into something different. So it might move to a different part of your stomach or it might move down into your hips and then it becomes annoyance or then it becomes sadness or then it becomes something else. And so then we do the same thing with that emotion. We breathe into it. We pay attention to it. We allow it to be expressed. And then what can happen is it'll move again. And so once we do this three or four times, often what can happen is the emotion just gets expressed and processed and then it leaves. It literally just shifts and dissipates. Like it's amazing. So when we do that at the time, we can actually process our emotions in a healthy way in the instance, rather than waiting for another time or letting it build up, build up, build up, and it just gets out of control and becomes this stagnant emotional energy sitting in your body. So firstly, 
what I would love for you to do is just start to pay more attention to the sensations that your body is sharing with you and make time to stop and acknowledge how you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And when we process that emotion at that time, your body starts to become much more comfortable with processing that emotion and it allows other emotions to come through you. Now, sometimes those emotions need to be moved through your body. And so if we're having old emotion come up and resurface in order for it to be processed, sometimes that first strategy that I shared with you isn't the best strategy to use because sometimes you don't know why you're feeling it because it's old stuff. So it could be from a situation that happened five years ago and you can't even remember what the situation was, right? And so you actually don't really need to dive into the why, but you need to express and process it through your body. Now, how you do that is firstly acknowledge what the emotion is and still find where it's sitting in the body. So maybe you have other emotion that shows up like anger And you feel really frustrated and angry about something and you're feeling angry and you don't know why. And so the first thing is to actually pinpoint where in your body you're feeling the emotion. Allow it again to be expressed by giving it space and breathing into that space. And if you can close your eyes down, I didn't say this in the first part, but still do it for the first session is actually closing your eyes down makes it easier for you to access the emotions in your body. And so we close our eyes down, breathe into the space of the emotion And allow it to be expressed. Now, it might need to be expressed through sound. It might need to be expressed through movement. And your body will tell you. It'll have beautiful sensations. It'll tell you. And you'll maybe want to stretch. Or maybe you'll want to punch something. Or maybe you'll want to scream. And so what we want to do is create a safe space in order for you to do that. So it might be grabbing a pillow and screaming into a pillow. It could be allowing yourself to punch a pillow. Or maybe throw some soft toys at a wall. Like doing something where you actually allow your body to process that emotion and move through it. Will help it actually dissipate. Okay, so the same thing if you're experiencing sadness, you may want to start crying and you may want to allow yourself and and bring love and compassion to yourself as you're experiencing the emotion move through you. So you may want to put on a sad movie and cry it out. Maybe you want to put on a sad song and cry it out and just allow yourself to express it. All human emotion serves a purpose and it's here to share a message with you. So things like loneliness, loneliness is a call for connection. It's calling you to make a connection, right? So you may need to reach out and call a friend or call a family member and have a conversation and build some connection into your life. Maybe with guilt, you need to express that maybe you did something wrong and maybe you need to learn the lesson from it and take the lesson from it. Guilt is a really beautiful evolutionary emotion that supports us in not redoing the same thing we've done every time if it didn't get the outcome that you wanted. And so if you felt remorse, which is what guilt is, then you've got to learn that lesson and take the lesson from it. Otherwise, we end up feeling guilty for no reason. Then, then, uh, you know, if you feel fear, then we want to actually express and uncover why you're experiencing fear, because it could be that you don't feel safe in your body and you might need to actually find a way to recharge and resource your body in order to feel safe. There's lots of different emotions that we experience as a human being. And the more that we allow ourselves to feel them and express them, the more of a life experience we get to experience. Because when we allow ourselves the space to feel the negative emotions, the low vibrational emotions, and we allow them to be okay. We accept that it's part of our human experience and it's not a bad thing. We don't judge them. 
We can also allow beautiful positive emotion, those heightened emotions of ecstasy and joy and peace at whole other levels that maybe we've never been able to experience before because they've been numbing out or avoiding or not experiencing our emotions in a really fully embodied way. So this is just one part of the mind-body connection. It's just really a snippet of what I wanted to start to bring to the podcast, but I'll start to share more of it later down the track as I explore this modality in a whole other way. And I would love for you to share with me any takeaways that you've had from this episode. So please make sure that you share it across social media or maybe share it with a friend that you feel that needs to hear this. And I would love to hear your thoughts and takeaways from this episode. I appreciate you tuning in and listening and I hope to see you next time. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.